Hey bitch, it's Asti and Britt. Welcome to Turned On and On Purpose. If you want to have your pussy purring and dripping in cash and looking to create your empire, then bitch, you're exactly where you need to be. It starts here. So round two, here we go. Ding, ding, ding. So yeah, you leave quarantine tomorrow. I like, ah, it's almost like I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed. You know, when we had that lockdown last year, yeah, you get to this point where you're just like in a routine and used to being at home. And then when you're allowed outside, you're like, outside world. Like it feels like a lot. Mm. Nobody's seen me without a mask on for like two weeks. See, that's like crazy. You only know each other's eyes. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Funniest thing. (laughs) I just remembered. So every day it's been the same group of people from my flight who've been walking at the same time. So I've been seeing the same people, but a couple of times when it's been cold, I've been wearing the turned on and on purpose shirt. Oh yeah. And there's these three guys that I sometimes like walk around with and chat to. And I didn't even give them my name or anything, but then they must have seen, or he did because he told me, he saw what was written on the show and Googled it and found my website and then messaged me through my website. (laughs) Stop it. Like yesterday, like it's kind of weird, but it was just like, oh, like, like, you're so beautiful. Thanks for making our walks like a little bit more exciting. (laughs) Well, that's quite sweet though, that he went so far out of his way to try and track you down. (laughs) kind of weird it's like I just had to reach out because we didn't get to say goodbye it's like okay okay we'll see y'all that's so funny can I tell you my funny story yes funny story I wanted to tell you before but I was like I wait to the podcast so I just did a um a psychic reading for a friend of mine um and at the end of it she asked me um I do have a question where are my Bose headphones I was like Oh God. Okay. Like I've never really been like, Oh, your piece of item is here. And I tuned in. I'm like, it's in your car. It was in her car. And I was like, Whoa, I've just blown myself away. I was like, Holy fuck. My psychic channel is actually so on point. It's ridiculous. Can I learn something? I just come and ask you. (laughs) It's just like, it just blew my mind because it's an, it's an inanimate object. I was like, fuck, if I can do that with an inanimate object, imagine what I can do with a person. Hence why, guys, you should come join Step Into Your Light Worker or Turn On CEO because I'm your psychic bitch that will be able to see everything. Legit. So, yeah. Psychic bitch in your business. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking do. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to share. I was blown away by myself and I thought it was insane. And that's that. <laughs> Celebrating you. I need to tap into my intuitive abilities and like I was actually like I was like I want to do step into your light worker and I'm going to be one of those people that make an excuse but I don't want to sign up well actually it's just one day a week I could do it it's one call a fortnight oh okay because I in my head I was like I don't want to sign up to a course while I'm with my family at this time but I'm like I think feel like I need to do your course because I don't know if we spoke about this on the podcast last week, but I've noticed like over the last six months where I felt my intuition kick in, mm-hmm. but it's been when like something bad was going to happen. Was I talking about this last week? No. So like when 
um, I broke up with Stevie. Like that decision was like a split second decision. Like I wasn't like pondering over it or felt like I needed to have a chat or something. It was like, he said something fucked up to me and I broke up with him. But I remember like driving to meet him that night, the whole way, like I was driving by myself to meet him and some of his friends. And the whole way there, I just felt like something was off. And like something inside of me was like, something's going to happen tonight. Or like, it's almost like a part of me, that feeling where it was kind of telling me like not to go. Mm. But I knew that I needed to go. Like, you know, when you just know something's up. Yeah. And then also when I was um, at that hotel for my birthday, like taking myself out for dinner, wining and dining, buying myself flowers, like everything in that moment was so perfect for me and my world, mm. my immediate world. But the whole day I knew something was wrong. And I even like sat, this is so creepy actually, because I sat there and I was like, something's wrong. Like, what is wrong? Like asking myself, didn't know what it was. But actually a few months before that, I don't know if I said this to you either, because everything's such a blur, but I like sat in my house at my desk out of nowhere and just like stopped and went, something really bad is going to happen. Prepare yourself. And I knew it. Whoa. And this is where my life is all like rainbows and butterflies and dildos and money and margaritas. So it's like, why the fuck did I even say that to myself? And I knew it was like something bad. So all of this happened. And then I found out about my brother. And the day that he would have passed away was the day that I was like, something's wrong. Asking myself what's wrong. Holy, we didn't find out for a few more days. So I'm like, this is showing me that my intuition is so switched on so switched on and if you can use it to tap into like things that are coming that are bad I guess the breakout wasn't bad but it felt bad at the time like you I must be able to learn how to use it for something that's good like feeling into the pool of where I do need to go a thousand to like support me in life which is what you do. And this is what I need to learn. (laughs) I'm ready for you whenever you want, but it's like having your intuition is your greatest superpower. Like the fact that you get being shown these little signs and signals, it almost also prepares you like that time where what happened down at the cafe and like it prepared you for something that you already knew. Mm -hmm. And it, it kind of is just like, if you lean even intuition too. Yeah. 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 So it's like your intuition is honestly our greatest gift. And especially as women, right? Women, our, that's our greatest superpower. Our sacral chakra is our money maker in all aspects because our intuition, when it's used for really good things, is so beautiful. Mm. And if you're channeling it into stuff like, to be honest, like I, I, I've used my intuition to be like, oh, what cryptocurrency should I purchase? And it's doubled my money, right? Like stuff like that. My intuition, it's crazy. My intuition has created my six-figure business, my multiple six-figure business. And it's helped create mine too. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you know what you need to do? And I'm like, hold on, what? Tell me. I'll write it down. <laughs> exactly. So our intuition is more than just like, I don't know. Our intuition is more than pulling some cards. Our intuition is our guiding light. And so if you're being able to just know deeply, it just frees you so much. So, yeah. Is it true that people 
This is something I was actually watching when I was researching like how to connect to dead people, but it might be the same that people like their intuitive downloads are different. So some people would see things, some people feel things, some people just have like a knowing, some people hear things. Yeah. The same. So there's a difference between psychic being psychic and being a medium and having your intuitive downloads will be different for everyone. So originally mine all were, it was just a feeling in my body. But as you start to strengthen that, then something else comes through stronger, which was then my clairvoyant ability to see. And then what comes through then was then um, my clear hearing. So you get to have all of those aspects of being psychic and having all of those different um intuitive download feelings but they all get stronger and you'll end up having all of them the more that you tap into it it's like a muscle the more you work it the stronger it gets and the more incredible you will be and of course the fire alarm next door is going off <laughs> it's your guides my guys be like exactly bitch you tell them bowie you tell but, them like when i was like sitting here the other day i was like i'm gonna do it I'm going to channel Brittany's powers. I'm going to call on my brother. And I was like sitting here having a conversation. And then a siren went off on my phone. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, the COVID siren. Yeah. But yeah, guys, it's actually very different um, when it comes to being channeling like our ancestors and channeling like people who've crossed over. You can develop that mediumship. That's typically something that you're born into. And that you can learn, but usually it's a very like innate gift. Mm-hmm. Um, but our intuition is, we, we all have it. Yeah. can strengthen the fuck out of that. Yeah. They've even done um, like scientific studies on it. I think it's so interesting. They've done like, I think they, they played like a, a video of like screenshots of different things of like people in love and like flowers and cute things. And then like, people getting murdered and like really gross fucked up stuff, but they'll just like alternate in a random order, the slides and they were measuring people's hearts and your heart would react and respond to the image before it was even displayed in front of you with every single person. So it just shows like every single person is intuitive. Totally. And imagine what happens when you really channel that energy. Shit opens up. the things. Well, that was a really good conversation. I loved that. You're planning that. And I'm like, tell me more. I feel like I'm on a coaching call right now. <laughs> well, the way I see it is, you know, that you're supposed to be in whatever container. So join wherever you need to, to the masses. <laughs> oh, yes. So um, what else did we want to talk about? We want to talk about soulmates and twin flames. Mm. and love and relationships yeah I remember so I shared something maybe a year ago or or whatever and I said like top things that are going to really stifle you in your life like they're going to kind of like you have this expectation and it's just going to be really suppressing and one of it was believing in soulmates Mm. And people got so fucking triggered by that. It was ridiculous. I was like, hang on a second. If you're trying to tell me that there is only one person out there for you and you're constantly searching for your quote unquote soulmate, you're going to say no to a lot of people because of what you think it is. Yeah. You know, 
You're cutting yourself off from like a million other different opportunities and possibilities. And you can have way more than one soulmate. And you'll let that person get away with a lot more. Like you'll lower your standards. You'll allow your boundaries to get walked over. Like fucked up shit would happen. You'd be like, but they're my soulmate. (laughs) That's a trauma bond. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it is. People think that their soulmate is their soulmate, but really it's just a trauma bond. Yeah. Whoa. After my breakup, I remember when I was going crazy, I was like, what is love? What are relationships? That day I was like, every relationship's a trauma bond. (laughs) And I was like, you're really triggering me right now. I'm like, but they are. They are. They are to an extent, but we have to really acknowledge where it's like we are lessening our... Oh, I was about to fall off. Where we're lessening our standards because of a quote-unquote soulmate relationship. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. when you call someone your soulmate, then you can say that, like, this is funny. Not funny. But when I was, like, when I'm in a relationship, I feel like there's always times where I picture what my life would be outside, like, out of the relationship, not with this person. Mm. Or how it could be with somebody else, maybe. Not so much. But definitely by myself. And if you're, like, telling, telling yourself that, that per- the person that you're with is your soulmate, then you're never going to look outside of that. Mm. Like, I think it's healthy to be in a relationship and throughout the relationship, look what your life would be like outside of it so that you know that in the relationship is where you actually want to be. Yeah. It's like running a business. If you ran your business and never looked at other people's businesses, how would you know if you loved your business? <laughs> mm. Right? So, yeah, but we says yes. Nothing to compare it to. Yeah, definitely. And Zoe, <laughs> she's so cute. Oh my god! <laughs> Loves my hair tie, and it becomes a game. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like it just really lessens any opportunity for yourself, and just makes it all feel really small. Actually, it's just an element of playing small. Mm. Yeah. And then when we get into twin flames, I don't know, like. There's so much talk around twin flames and I truly believe, like I actually, I've seen around me twin flame relationships and people are like, oh, I want to find my twin flame and all this stuff. It's like usually our triggering relationship, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Our most triggering relationship. It is usually the most toxic as well Mm. because it's like your connection, like the twin flame relationship is the epitome of a trauma bond. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like this constantly. The so, ultimate like fight and makeup, constantly triggering each yeah. other. And then again, you make up excuses, like we just said with soulmate relationships. You make up excuses, like, but he's my soulmate, and then you just let them kind of do whatever they want. Like, ugh, no yeah. thanks. Yeah, no, I'm not here <laughs> for that. I'll <laughs> subscribe. But I remember when um someone we know we were talking about uh twin flames a few years ago and I was wearing this crystal a black tourmaline crystal we were talking about twin flames and my crystal heated up it wasn't in the sun this is why I know twin flames are real Asti (laughs) because she was talking about this and I was like wow like I don't want a twin flame relationship and the black tourmaline protects me like that's the energy protection and so my crystal got so hot I could barely touch it because it was protecting me from the energy of twin flames. 
I was like, I don't want, I don't want to know my twin flame ever because that sounds turbulent as fuck. And it was in that moment. I was like, holy shit, this stuff is like real. And that was also the first time that I was like, whoa, crystals do work. It's crazy. Yeah. And I, yeah, I feel like people will get into a toxic relationship and then just label it twin flame because it makes it sound like it's amazing. Right? <laughs> it sounds really whimsical and it makes it sound as if like our relationship so much better than everyone else's because you're just with like a regular person, but I'm with my twin flame. <laughs> the thing what's wrong with like having regular like non-turbulent toxic relationships yeah it's like we don't actually want something that is regular in the sense that it's serving like we it's like we want this all-consuming love and we want this I don't know it's like what I was saying like before like not before but like what I was thinking about a lot after my breakup is that love isn't enough yeah. We all think like love's enough as long as we love each other, but there's so many other things that have to come into a relationship. Mm. The mutual respect, are your values aligned, all these other things. Because you can love each other and still be completely wrong for each other. Totally. <laughs> oh, and also knowing when, like, I, I guess we've talked about this maybe a little bit, or maybe it was just our own conversations. I don't remember. It kind of like gets warped together. Who knows? We we need to like walk around with a mic because sometimes we're just like having regular conversations and we're like, fuck, that could have been a podcast. Totally. We'll make a TV show one day. I was just about to say that. (laughs) just need a um, television crew following us and picking up all the juicy wisdom that we share. Um, But it's, there's a difference when we're in a long-term relationship and like, knowing when you've actually outgrown the person mm-hmm. like because yep. relationships don't fail when they end they fail when two people are forcing themselves to be together when they're not happy mm, totally and it's like when do people stop seeing red flags as red flags and just seeing it as like oh it's just because i'm in a long-term relationship mm. Which then- it gets harder and harder to leave right yeah. And you're like, oh, he'll change. It's fine. You kind of just ignore it. Mm-hmm. And also something I've been talking to a few women about is at the beginning of relationships, they'll be the like easygoing girl, like won't speak up about anything, do whatever he wants to do. And then it's like a year or two in and you're like, actually, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to this stupid thing. I want to go do this. And you're, then you start having fights around stuff that would never come up before. And you can't expect him to change like two years in. No, so quite funny because that's been my my relationship actually because when Aaron and I first got together, I was 23 years old and who I was was a probably an 11th of who I am today. I was so afraid <laughs> of myself. I had all this stuff that made me feel like I had an identity, like I, I did drawing, I would surf, I would skate, do all this stuff and I... I I loved it because it gave me an outlet. But as I've moved forward into who I am now, like that stuff doesn't really light me up anymore because I don't need it. Mm. But I was this person who was so easygoing. I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever you want to do, it's all good. And, oh, yeah, like let's do this together. But the more I've learned about who I am and came into myself, those things just aren't me anymore. Mm. And that created a lot of friction in my relationship because that was our like, 
founding points. Yeah. So you're also like stepping up in a way that's not going to like push him to change. Yeah, no. So you're not like, you can't do that anymore. You need to do this. You're changing and you're inspiring change in him. Yes. Oh my God. If I turned around and said, no, you can't go surfing. You can't go skating. We just have to go for picnics all the time. I'd be a horrendous person. I mean, I still want that, but like, I can't, (laughs) I can't change him. I have to. But then you also won't love him anymore because you love who he is with all of that stuff. You take away someone's hobbies and who they are as a person you know you're not trying to in love with him because yeah. of all of that adventure yeah. so I just find it interesting especially like when you reflect on how young you were and just how you just did not know fucking left from right about that yeah. and how it really does impact your relationships later down the tracks imagine just going into a relationship where it's like yeah just know all the things of who you are create that like little intentional celibacy thank you amen (laughs) i was speaking to someone this morning around intentional um celibacy and it freaked her out so much i was like interesting people are so scared yeah and it came down to more resistance around anything that i've like been promoting or launching that's so crazy actually someone that we know (laughs) i won't name drop did you know yeah. one of our friends was also doing it? No. Okay. I'll drop the name after. Okay, okay. She, oh, yeah, she came to breakfast with us that morning. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, so this is why you need a container, guys, because she sat there that morning. Remember, she made the decision. She's like, I'm going to do intentional celibacy. It's done, like cutting it off with this guy. She messaged me two days ago, and she's like, oh, my intentional celibacy failed. I'm like, how long has it been? It hasn't even been a month. <laughs> like it's not it isn't like I guess it's the same as a relationship like you can't just jump into intentional celibacy like boom I'm gonna do it like you really have to like make it decide and make sure that it's what you actually want yeah I mean I know that like inner bloom is closed now but being held in a container like that for such big shit I mean who can you be accountable to when it comes to celibacy like yeah. just yourself. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway. And there is a chance that you might feel lonely if you're used to going on heaps of dates and sleeping around or always having a boyfriend. But if mm-hmm. you're in a container with like a bunch of other women that are doing the same thing, mm-hmm. you can be lonely together. <laughs> Trauma bond with each other with all of your loneliness. <laughs> oh, bless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sisterhood loneliness I love it <laughs> it's funny I'm like why are all these people ghosting me everyone like at the beginning everyone's like yeah send me the link I'm so down I want to do it send the link gone ghost <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like you guys are ghosting yourselves that like you commit to this six month beautiful relationship with yourself and you ghost yourself a weekend like what energy are you putting out for <laughs> your future dates oh my god that's so true that's so fucking true Oh, you're not committed to yourself. You're not respecting yourself. You're not loving yourself. You're not devoted to yourself, but you want that from somebody else. Oh my gosh. That has just like, so dropped the penny in my head. It's like, if you're constantly getting fucking ghosted in your life or where the fuck are you ghosting yourself? Hey, um, excuse me. Can we stop? (laughs) My cat and dog are fighting. They're like siblings. It's quite funny. (laughs) Anyway, 
yeah wow okay that was like a coin drop moment yeah stop ghosting yourself in whatever respect not even just dating and celibacy but you know rest of it as well yeah yeah committing to yourself in anything that you're doing your personal goals and business and stuff like that and you best believe that I ain't ghosting myself (laughs) I'm going in I'm showing up for myself constantly we committed we are the best lovers to ourselves yeah we are we're so loyal to ourselves and then it's important as well because if you're loving yourself like your cup is so full of love you're not going to be starving yourself actually it was Matt Karma who posted this yesterday it's like if you're starving yourself from love and not loving yourself then you're like so happy when you get given breadcrumbs mate right and if you're loving yourself to like the absolute limit then you're not gonna um settle for anything less oh my god put up with less because you're like i can do better than this right okay oh my god you can't compare to the love that i can give myself i'm not putting up with this shit but most women aren't even loving themselves so the littlest bit of love from anybody else is amazing and you can like literally apply that to business as well for the people that are constantly doing free offerings because they're like, Oh, but like it's for exposure or it's for whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Like, no, if you love yourself so much, you are not settling for breadcrumbs. You're going to buy the fucking bakery. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God. I love that. <laughs> it all starts with you relationship that you have with yourself is going to affect like your romantic relationships your business your money your friendships everything that's why it always comes down to the embodiment right it always comes down to body and we are encasing our souls everything you can't do anything unless you are the embodiment of xyz (laughs) bowie leave hendrix alone (laughs) (laughs) but it's mum I, I am. It's ridiculous. What has my life become? But yeah, what was I saying? <laughs> it's all about the body. It yeah. is all about the body, baby. Because yeah, until it clicks in your body, which we said before, and you become this representation of it, that's when like it gets like exuded out into the ether. Mm. Get met back with it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Sex magic, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And people people are hoping for it to work the other way around where they'll meet this amazing guy who like takes their hand and pulls them into this new level of feeling loved and worthy and respected and all the other things. Mm. Or like, oh, when I may have a six figure business, then I'll feel like I'm accomplished and successful. Oh my God. Yes. Or when I have my soulmate client pay me the $10,000 then I know I'm successful. It's like, no, bitch, you're already successful. You're already love. You're already all these things. And having that is just the byproduct. You have to be the thing to get the thing, not get the thing to be the thing. Amen. Amen, (laughs) sister. Oh, God, yes. I can't wait to listen back to this episode. (laughs) It's going to be juicy. I was actually just writing a little thing, um, uh, for an online magazine about the first book that I read, which is about, um, it was, you can heal your life. And I think it touches on like little bits of, um, like the power of your thoughts and manifestation. And after I read this book, it's like the first time I've been open up to this world. And it was right before my first ever pole dancing competition. And I read this book and I was like, 
holy fuck, I'm going to win this competition. And I won it. And then I won the next one. I won nationals. Oh my God. Of course. Yeah. And then the, I said to you, I think I said this, said this to you as well. When I won my second showgirl competition, like stripping competition, I knew I'd won it before I even walked on stage. But that is the power of all of it. And that's why you win because you're performing as a winner. You're not performing. Yeah. God. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So what, what can, what can I perform as at the moment? A sexy turned on CEO bitch. (laughs) I'm already that. What else can I do? (laughs) (laughs) Next. Oh, do something in your relationship. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You're totally worshipped and desired and celebrated. And mm-hmm. oh, I love that. Okay. Totally. All right. Done. 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 I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. You're being worshipped <laughs> because I worship myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That will. That will happen. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a bit tired i'm not gonna lie what are you doing for the rest of the day just being a domestic goddess now and taco tuesday Mm. with all of our friends um bowie come this way um and yeah i miss everyone so much like how has it only been two weeks it feels like you've been gone for a very long time i know i'm like it's so nice over there because Coogee is like my family. Mm. I mean, now it feels like I've got to like, whenever I'm in Sydney and I fly back to New Zealand, I'm like, I can't wait to get home. And then whenever I'm in New Zealand and fly back home, I'm like, I can't wait to go home. So it's like, I've got two homes now. I think that's really nice. So yeah. Always have a home no matter where you're at. Mm-hmm. And it always comes down to the people. Totally. It's always totally. the people. Mm. Yeah. So make sure you have a maggi for me because I can't drink in here. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> Happily. Everyone has to have one for me, so you're all going to be wasted later. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'll let everyone know and they'll be like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> make it rain in margaritas. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to just... Um, lay around in bed for the rest of the day (laughs) i might actually do that for a little bit so i'll like be spooning you metaphorically oh i love that that's so cute all right (laughs) all right well thanks for chatting thanks for listening thanks for listening you guys if you want to join us in the turn on ceo wait when is this coming out this would be not tomorrow the week after Oh, we've well, already missed out on early bird, bitches. So you're oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you already know if you want to be in it. <laughs> you fucking know. Actually, one of the girls that just joined us was like, I can't get turned on CEO out of my mind. It scares the fuck out of me. It's like, well, of course it does. If it didn't scare you, I would say this isn't the right program to be in. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you fucking know. She can't get it out of her mind. Yeah. Yeah. And then she signed up. She's like, ah, this is the most like scariest investment I've ever done, but I'm so excited. I'm like, of course. This is gonna be magic. Stepping up is scary. That's why most people never 
us what you think. Exactly. Amazing. All right, babes. I love you. Love you. (laughs) Ciao. That's a wrap, bitch tits. If you want to be in on the juicy conversations, then be sure to join our Facebook group. Turned on and on purpose. Until Until next week. week.